0: Who are you then? Just the fly in the ointment, Hans. The monkey in the wrench. The pain in the ass. A pain in the ass? That's what we are here at Online Big Blue Sports, bringing you the best of New York Giants sports talk Because you know what? We're going to give it to you honest. We're going to give it to you what you may not want to hear, what you may not want to talk about. But you know what? That's what we do. We got the NFL trade line coming up here at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday. I don't see the Giants being players. I would be surprised if the Shane made a move. He's got a little over $2 million in cap space. And I think what a lot of fans seem to forget, and I've talked about this a million times, when you sign a veteran to the practice squad, you sign him for the practice squad salary. And I believe the highest practice squad salary is like 18000 a week. It can be up to like 6000 or 18000 I don't remember the exact numbers. But what happens at that point in time is when they are elevated to the active roster, they are automatically given the veteran minimum. So that means that 18K or 5K or whatever you're giving them automatically transfers into the veteran minimum, which can be up to 1.9 million. And that automatically goes against the salary cap. So at one point in the time, the Giants had 5 million. They gained about 700,000 with the Kadarius Tony trade. But with everything they did with veterans that they brought in, they're down to 2 million now. So that's going to be an issue. Now everyone's talking about the Jerry Judy trade of the Broncos. Well, first of all, who said that the Broncos are going to trade Judy? The Broncos just won in London. They still have playoff aspirations, you know, and it's going to be the fact that he's 23 years old. He's not going to come cheap. He's due about a million, I think, this year for the remainder of the season, and he's only got a $2.6 million cap hit. But will the Shane turn around and try to trade those assets? Trade those valuable draft assets because that's how he's building this team. That's how he's building the team with Kayvon Thibodeau and Evan Neal and Wando Robinson and big old Joshua and Bellinger and Belton. He's building it through the draft. So the question is going to be, is he going to change his modus operandi to fulfill a need that, you know, some say we need. I say we don't. I need a tight end. I need a linebacker. That's what I need because of the fact that we are not a pass first team. We are not. And we're not going to be. We are a run-heavy team. We're a read-option running team with this quarterback. So going out and spending this type of draft capital on a wide receiver who has got, you know, who while has talent, has injury issues, has a little bit of a malcontent, a little bit truculent with the media, and then go out and get him as well. Then everyone wants to go out and get Cooks. Cooks is, you know, he's with the Texans. He has got, he has six seasons with over 1,000 yards. Um, the Texans are they headed to the playoffs? No. No, they're not. He's 29 years old and he's under contract for 18 million in 2023. No, it's not happening. Chase Claiborne. People are talking about Chase from the Steelers. It's not happening. Chase is Chase is not going to happen. Either. He's not happening either. They talk you talk about uh, Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham's not going to be ready till December if the earliest. We're always let's talk. We're always talking about you know players that we want to bring in, but I just don't see the linebacker situation being one of them. The one player I do see, which makes sense and is going to be available, is a linebacker. Is Corey Littleton? Corey Littleton, who his career has kind of petered out after his big free agency signing, and then he dropped over to the Raiders and dropped over to the Panthers. He's a good cover. He's a good cover linebacker. He may he he would actually. Corey, Corey Littleton would actually make sense for this team. I mean, will it, will it happen? I, I don't, I don't know. To be honest. I'm actually looking up Corey's contract right now. Cause I don't even know what Corey's contract is, but he's a good cover guy. He's on a one year deal with 2.6 million. So he's probably owed a million for the rest of the season. And like I said, Corey was a guy that I actually liked um, when he came out, he came out the same year as Blake Martinez. He came out that same year. Um, he signed the contract with the Raiders for three years, thirty five point two five million. He's he's a good coverage tight end. He really is. He's a good coverage guy, and that was that is something that is lacking in reference to the Giants in regards to recovering the tight end, and covering the running back out of the backfield. Is he gonna be that? Is he gonna be that guy that he was back with the Rams in eight in two thousand eighteen when he had one twenty five and then he had one thirty four. That big year, his big his big contract year in nineteen with the Rams. No, he's probably going to be more like the guy in two thousand one for the Raiders when he had ninety eight tackles. That would make more sense than going out and getting a guy for a quarterback who is probably not going to be here next year because of the fact that you're going to be looking at you're you're more likely looking in the draft to replace Daniel Jones. I, I mean, like I said, you everyone can have the. And I'm going to say it over and over again. You could have the love affair with Daniel Jones. That's fine. But his stats against Seattle were basically identical to his other stats in in the in the in the seven games prior to that. They're the same stats. The difference was the ball didn't bounce our, our way and we couldn't run. And I loved it, like I said, because people have said it before. If you spend all your time complaining about your wide receivers and your offensive line, you don't have a quarterback because there's been plenty of quarterbacks who have elevated their wide receivers. And I've said this a million times before. Look at Eli Manning. What wide receiver left Eli Manning and prospered? It took Odell Beckham years to prosper. But what receiver left the Giants after being with Eli, hooked onto another team and was phenomenal? Nobody. Nobody. That tells you something. So your quarterback makes your wide receivers better. Your quarterback creates a throwing window. And throws your wide receivers open in this league. This is not college. And I don't know how I don't know how else to say that. It's not college. And it's not a slight against Daniel Jones. It's just Daniel Jones' talent level. I posted the video of what Kurt Warner did a couple days ago. Because I think it's a great video of breaking down both Daniel Jones and Zach Wilson from the perspective of a Hall of Fame Super Bowl winning quarterback who went to the Super Bowl three times. It's not coming from me, it's not coming from someone else on YouTube or Twitter or Instagram. It's from a guy who was in who who did it and did it at the highest level and can evaluate properly evaluate quarterback talent. So you don't want to go out there and waste your draft capital on a wide receiver when that is not the way your team is put together. You do need to find a linebacker. You do need to find a coverage linebacker who can help maintain the edge when we go when the other team runs off tackle because right now we're not setting the edge. Our ends are not setting the edge and our linebackers are not helping our ends in regards to setting the edge against a run. And I get concerned because of the fact that we We talked about it before. we am going to talk about it after the trade line. Kafka needs to start making some adjustments because, like I said, this far into the season, at eight games into the season, the league is starting to adjust to what the Giants are doing offensively. So I'm hoping that Kafka and Dable during this bye week are sitting down right now and saying, okay, these are the things that we need to do differently on offense because the offense is still anemic and it's not just because of a wide receiver. You get a wide receiver that's not – unless you're getting – an unless unless Jerry Rice is coming out of retirement and he's going to go back to his prime, no one you get is going to help turn around this Giants offense. And if you think that, you're not watching the game. You're not watching how this team plays on offense. And that is the big parameters on what they should or should not do at this trade line. And also, like I said, you are going to be limited and precluded from certain players just on the salary cap alone. Because like I said, Shane's already pissed that in 2024, he had to give that three and a half dead contract year to Leonard Williams. You think he's gonna you think he want? he's gonna eat more into his 2023 cap? And his 2023 cap is not looking that spectacular. Like I said, we got about 50 million in 2023. And I'm going by my numbers. I'm not going off the sports websites that give the numbers because my numbers have and I've said this before. One thing I have had one thing I've been extremely proud of on this channel the last three years, our salary cap numbers have been off maybe hundred grand either way. And I've I've always prided myself in reference to our salary cap numbers because we've 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 worked with the salary cap. We've been in the rooms where salary caps are being worked for NFL teams. So I understand the salary caps. That's that's the one thing I could truly say I'm extremely proud about with this channel that when we talk about salary cap, we know what we're talking about. Might have a stream today at four, I haven't decided yet, or I might have to stream tomorrow Wednesday at four. Got a lot going on here today. And again, this is Tim with the Online, big blue bring best in New York Giant Sports Talk Entertainment. And as always, if you like. Subscribe. If you're that place, you know what I mean?